This podcast is Entel Enhanced. To see pictures, articles and links of what's being discussed, download the Entel app. Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. Hi, I'm Ben Benji, um, charter boat skipper from Ilfleet North Devon on a 10 metre catamaran. Uh, she's called the Barbara B, um, named after my nan. Welcome back to the Big Scooper podcast. We are your hosts, Gemma and Ian. Before we get cracking with today's episode, we just want to make sure you have hit that follow button or the subscribe button, depending on what platform you are listening on. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy what you're going to hear today, we would really appreciate it if you can leave a review and a five-star rating. So now that's out of the way, we just want to say welcome and thank you for all tuning in. And now it's time to dive into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Big Scuba Podcast. My name's Ian, I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast and with me is... Hello, my name's Gemma and I'm the other co-host and welcome to the Big Scuba Podcast. Yes, thanks for downloading this episode. Uh, If you need to, go back to the previous ones. Uh, There's about 120 plus. There is, yeah. There for you to download and have a listen with various guests uh, very quickly if you if you don't know, I can't believe we, we've got the people, but who, the, they may not know what we're about. We're about diving. We're about we are fun on the <laughs> We're the big scuba. We talk to people that are divers and connected to the ocean or watery world. Certainly do. And uh, we've got another guest for you who's going to be a bit of a regular guest. Yes. Yeah. We've sent him, um, well, suggested it, and he said yes. Yeah, um, you know, great fun. And uh, we have mentioned him on the previous episodes. And uh, his name is Ben Bengi. Yes. And he is the captain and uh, coxswain of the lifeboat at Ilfaku. Yes, and he's a skipper as well on a charter boat. Yeah, a hi-ho charters. Yeah, so yeah. diving. So... Um, look him up. There uh, will be more details and things like that about him. Um, and uh, but anyway, through, before we get more into uh, that, Ben, what have you been up to, Jim? Um, we had another trip to Blakeney on our kayaks, so yeah. uh, that was really lovely. So um, great that was weather. Blakeney, like I know and love and remember. So there's no jet skis. This no, it's just us, the seals, and a few sailing boats. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, there was some three men fishing out in the bay, wasn't it? It is. It's yeah. a be- beautiful spot. You know, we've mentioned this before, and it's one of my fave places um, yeah. to go kayaking. Um, and, you know, once you get there, we kind of got everything right with the, yeah, the, with the tides and timings now. The it? weather was all on our side. It yeah. was uh, light winds, and then the tides all worked with time and daylight and yeah. we had a great successful kayak no walking in bit of metal detecting but didn't get anything apart yeah. from big wreck had a bit of a little dip in the sea yeah and uh, and then we had a great time uh, looking at the seals as we headed back in yes yeah that's yeah. um, brilliant because you can literally go out with the tide have a bit of time out um, at the beach uh, yeah up there and then drift back once you get On the washed top, off yeah. and uh, drift back with the current and uh, just spend a bit of time drifting with the seals. Yeah, it was really excellent. And the seals were pretty, they did get pretty close. And the visibility in the water was crystal yeah, clear. Yeah, around 
zooming around yeah. underneath the kayaks yeah. and that. Yeah. You know, that's lovely. You don't even need paddle, you know, you just kind of just drift along with the Yeah, with the water. that's right. And then we um, headed back up the creek to where we, um, to the slipway and yeah. saw lots of people going back out on the boats to look at the seals. And uh, everybody was quite friendly, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. So uh, it's definitely a place to uh, visit and you can visit all year round. Um, there's uh, various uh, tourist boats that go out um, from Morston Quay. Yeah, um, and they also go see the seals. Yeah, and you can actually, if you get the, if you get to know the currents and the tides and that, um, you can actually walk um, to them as well. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's a beautiful part of the world. One part is land, one part is sand bar that get washed away. So you yeah. kind of you do need to know if depending on what side you are, you do need to know yeah tides and currents yes must stress that you really do need to know where your tides are and yeah. where you're safe on land permanent land yeah and then we went to Cromer Wednesday night which was really good yeah we intended um, to paddleboard and kayak didn't we yeah but yeah <laughs> sea conditions were a little bit more um, no, severe than diving, magic seaweed we're said, diving yeah. around here that like <laughs> it's been not easy because um, you know the current and the, we had this north east wind for mm. the last what nearly two weeks now yeah it's and not not cold but no. it's yeah not favorable for sea conditions or the churns everywhere up on wednesday night we had like meter swells coming out of that full rate or not yeah and the, there was quite a lot of seaweed in the water yeah. as well so oh, look in one of these boards so these um boards like the rescue like the RNI uh, lifeguards have. Yeah, Norfolk, um, North Norfolk Life Saving Surf Club were out and they were using them. So yeah, they yeah. look really cool. Yeah. Um, so they're not quite a surfboard. Not a surfboard. They're not a paddleboard. They're kind of something in between, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, sort of like a bodyboard but a long, narrow yeah. version. And uh, I think, yeah, we'll be able to have quite a lot of fun on one of those. Yeah, they look quite good fun. I'm going to have a look into that. Definitely, you could use those more as a season with a nice wetsuit. Yeah, uh, with with rough with you know good waves, you're gonna have a lot of fun. Mm. Um, where with the paddle boards, especially like yesterday at Sea Pauling, you know uh, you're gonna have a lot of problems getting out. Yeah, that was another little adventure we had yesterday. We intended to paddleboard again, didn't we? we yeah. Went to Sea Pauling, but again the sea conditions. Lifeguard was happy for us to go out, but we weren't overly happy to take uh, ourselves out. Not with an inflatable. Because um, they weren't just coming out, yeah, from. And uh, for those who don't know, see Pauline, there's, got, there's an artificial reef, so the power of the water actually comes between the, the mm. artificial reefs. Um, and yeah, they were coming out full power. And they were r- real sets of waves, weren't they? Yeah. It wasn't erratic waves. So you couldn't even get through the breakwater to no. then think, right, well, okay, well, that'd be fine. It, it was, that was starting. You, know, you were like, like four sets. Yeah, yeah, there were four sets of waves. Coming so. in. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So. yeah, so we didn't get wet yesterday. No. Nope. no, no. So, uh, there we go. But. How hey, you? Ho, you know, we've got uh, farms coming up. We have, yeah, farms trip, and then we might take ourselves off somewhere else for another little dive, Yeah, tick something else off. Yeah, so mm. that'd be good. Um, do look back, if you haven't listened to the last episode, do go back and uh, have a listen to that. Um, we spoke to Christina Christikoff. No, Miranda Christoph. Miranda <laughs> You're not doing very well in the names today. Christine's <laughs> assistant. Miranda Christophnikov. Yeah. And Dave Kennard. 
um, talking about UK diving and how to set up uh, a beach, beach cleaning yeah. and kind of trying to think of a bit, another phrase, but kind of, you know, how to clean up waste from your local, di- local diving yeah. area, you know, pull it, picking up ghost nets and fishing line and just rubbish that had been chucked in and things like that. Yeah, know. they were called Neptune's Army of Rubbish Cleaners. Yeah, thing. so I do have a look, listen to that. Um, we spoke to another guest and they'll be, that, they'll be coming out soon, won't they? Yeah, and then we spoke to a couple on Wednesday. That's another exciting episode coming out. Yeah, yeah. so we've got, some, we've got a few th- recorded episodes that will be coming out over the coming weeks. Uh, but let's talk about Ben. You know, yep. we got we 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 were talking a while back uh, after diving at Lundy Island, and uh, we had a great time, didn't we? Yeah. So Ben Bengi was actually our skipper on the charter dive boat that we went out for two days. Yeah, and uh, really looked after us. There's uh, Ben and um, uh, Sam, who uh, is his mate, his his mate. deckhand. Yeah. Is that what we call him on the boat? Yeah, first mate. First mate. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking Roger. <laughs> yeah. um, Captain Pugwash. Yeah, Roger, Roger the cabin boy. Roger, Roger. <laughs> and uh, who's the other one? The Seaman Stains. Seaman Stains, yes. Those were the days in the 70s, eh? Anyway, moving on. You told, obviously told me about that. Anyway, uh, we digress. So uh, we, we thought that'd be really cool to uh, have like an up, Regular updates from Ben. Um, Ben's what, 27? No, right? 25. 25. Just 25. Yep. Sorry, and, Ben. Um, you know, he, he's up on social media, things like that. He is, yeah. yeah and he leads quite an interesting life. You know, he, he's getting sh- he's on shouts with the RNLI for yeah. Ilfracombe. You know, he's the youngest, or one of the youngest, coxswain. the youngest yeah. coxswain in the RNLI crew yep. in the UK. Um, which takes some doing, you know, you have to go through, yeah, quite a lot of um, qualifications and yeah. yeah, experience to get there. So that's pretty amazing. Was, a, was it a dock rat he referred to? Himself? Harbour rat. Harbour rat. Yeah. Because he, he's been in boats. He's followed, you know, his dad's a, a skipper as well. He's got his own dive boat and fishing boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, been in at a lifetime and he's followed into his dad's uh, footsteps. Yeah, they kind of live and breathe. The boating, yeah, and the boat, the you know, close family, and uh, you know, and that's really cool. And now Ben's got his own boat, and he uses that for dive boat for, as a dive boat, fishing boat, catching whelks, yeah, commercial things. fishing. Um, and that we thought that'd be really cool to get regular updates because Ben, with what he does, he gets to see a whole different side of life. To what most of us get to see. Yeah, so he gets to see divers, he gets to see snorkelers, swimmers. Then obviously he's like fishing commercially, yeah. and then he gets involved in surveys, like the universities around. They'll, yeah. you know, he says he gets all sorts of requests yeah. about you know people that want to use the boat to do something, and then they've been transporting goods over to Lundy, haven't they? They even. Yeah. Took some beer over there when it was yeah bad weather or something. Yeah. So the, he was the only one that He's could get out of there. character, and we will uh, in a really lovely way. And you know it'll be really good to get these uh, regular updates, like ten minute updates, find out what's going on. Yes, get yeah. the the lowdown on what's happening. You know uh, what he's seeing because they get to see whales and 
orcas and all these great things. Yeah, it's a bit like a captain's log from yeah. the Barbara B. Like it's a bit of a Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. See, Ben, it's captain's log. Captain's, captain's log. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to do that like at the start. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that'd be really cool. We hope you will uh, really enjoy that as much as us. Um, you know, and but what we wanted to do is get him on to have a bit of a chat um, about him, really. In yes, his yeah, words. and also obviously to promote Lundy diving and high ho charters and promote what is available on the island of Lundy a lot. Yeah, and yeah. he's very passionate about it, he's knowledgeable yeah. and yeah, loves the island. Don't have to be a diver to go there, you no. can be a, uh, a tourist and just have a wander around, or you can be a um, Birdwatcher, what's the word? Twitcher. A twitcher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah, if you like the outdoors, Lindy's the island for you. Yes. Yeah, so uh, anyway, that's enough of us running on. Should we, should yeah, we let, get Yeah, let's have a natter chat? to Ben. And uh, yeah, so that, listen to Ben and then he will feature in episodes in the near future. Yeah, and also, just before we do get him on... Um, after you've got, after you've listened to this, um, if you've got some questions for Ben, uh, let's have them, and um, we can, when we next speak to Ben, we can field your questions that you've got. Exactly. You know, he's, yeah. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to be uh, shaming, um, but obviously he will see those funny stories of, of divers and fishermen on the boat, and they will come out over yeah so yeah. it's a good reason to keep tuning in yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. you know we, we all see it when we've been on a dive boat and um yeah yeah so if you want to ask ben a question you can dm us on our social media or you can drop us an email yeah which is the big scuba podcast at gmail.com and you can also whatsapp us as well good idea how about that yeah and so we've got do do that we have a whatsapp that you can uh, messages. It's called the Big Scuba Bat Phone. It certainly yeah. is. And do you know what that number is, Gemma? Uh, plus four four. Um, <laughs> See, Ian's trying to quickly find it. You never find it. Here we go. Plus forty four seven eight one zero double zero five nine two four. Well done. <laughs> Because I could have just made it up. I was waiting for you to jump in. Because <laughs> no, I just said it wrong. There we go. But yes, leave us, you can always leave us a message on the WhatsApp and um, or picture or, what, or tell us where you're fishing it. Or yeah, or if, you, if you're diving, send us a WhatsApp a voice fishing. note. I, well, yeah, anyway. yeah, but if you're diving, send us a WhatsApp voice message and yeah. we'll play that on the next podcast. That'd be really cool. People have done it in the past. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about yeah communication and we love hearing from you. Right, that's it from us. Let's get Ben on and let's have a chat with him. Okay, this is Ben Bengi. Hi, I'm Ben Benji, um, charter boat skipper from Ilfleet North Devon on a 10 metre catamaran. Yeah, and what's she called? Uh, she's called the Barbara B, um, named after my nan, um, who died like, I don't know, six, seven years ago. But she would have never seen it anyway, because she was blind. So in the wheelhouse, there's a sign saying the Barbara B in Braille. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah. people never laugh at the joke of my, like, my nan being blind, because I say it all the time, because, like, she, like, she didn't never bothered her. She was, like, a super strong, independent woman. Um, and, yeah, I, I bring that joke out all the time, no one laughs. It's quite <laughs> absurd. <laughs> so she, was she blind all her life, or was it? Uh, no, like, middle age. She was in a swim pool, got splashed. 
Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. And then, yeah, when I've always known, yeah, well, yeah, I always knew I was blind. Mm. Yeah, so, like, until, until, like, you think about, like, people with different disabilities, you don't realise how strong people are when they're, like, when the thing she would do. Yeah. And, like, now you look back and you're like, Jesus, you were a mental woman. Welsh, so it explains it all. Yeah, Yeah, well, it's quite an inspiration. Yeah, and having a boat named after your grandma is really lovely. Yeah. Well, it was either that or my nephew. I asked my nephew, he was only one at a time. He didn't give me an answer. So I said, well, stuff it, your loss. So I went right now, and it is. (laughs) Fair enough. So who got you into it in the first place? Um, My dad. So this is a long winded story. So dad was a fisherman when he was a kid. Um, so back like, how old is he? 60 this year, so 61 this year. So back in like the 70s, there, was, there wasn't really any dive boats in Ilford. There wasn't any dive boats in Ilford, um, apart from the local Bezac club. So he was fishing. But back mm-hmm. then, he was only on a share of catch. And he was quite a, a smart fella. So um, his mum said, right, I'll give you some money go and buy um, like a share of this accountancy business. Yeah. So, so he came a chartered accountant, still on the lifeboat, whatever. Um, so still going out to sea. I was born 25 years ago and he went, I'm not happy. I want to get back on the sea. <laughs> and at that time you couldn't earn enough money during the six weeks during the summer to maintain a good lifestyle through the winter so he just done a bit of boating here and there and carried on with the accounts and then suddenly I'm involved in boats like four or five year old running around boats in the winter um and then yeah it just went from there really I I became a harbour rat as it's known (laughs) harbour rat (laughs) yeah and any any time I could get I was down the harbour messing about there's a like few few kids my age and yeah, and then yeah. I started so random boats. So you're based in Ilfracum and you go out of Ilfracum Harbour, and uh, which is based on the west coast, southwest coast, De- in Devon. Uh, well, that's based. You're on the north part of Devon, though, aren't you? Yeah, on the north part of Devon. Yeah. I apologise for any people that come down and have to deal with the link road from the motorway to Ilfracum. It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah it's a bit different once you get off the motorway down to you <laughs> yeah it's painful it's painful it's worth the trip it was yeah, oh yeah yeah if we get to london yeah it's worth the trip every time so who do you normally take out on out on your boat um groups of divers clubs um schools anyone really yeah, yeah. um yeah anyone they can dive and has their own equipment. Yeah. And we, don't, we don't hire any of the equipment through us whatsoever. Right. Okay. Do you take out snorkelers and swimmers as yeah. well as divers? Snorkelers, swimmers, people for day trips to Lundy, um, anything. Yeah. And we can chart, we can make a trip for whatever you, whatever you want. So we can cater to every need. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And you're uh, obviously we've been on your boat and it's yeah, really comfy and it's got a it goes fast board and it goes fast, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it goes even faster now. You've got new props now. I've got new it? props. Oh, you don't know you I was a very happy man. <laughs> they look lovely <laughs> and shiny. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I go so fast now, it's lovely. So what is the difference in speed from kind of when we were on board? Uh an extra Probably an extra five knots. Oh, wow. That's yeah, so it cuts so down the time. So I can get to Lundy now in an hour and five minutes. Wow, that's good. Wow. Um, on, on in good conditions, yeah. Because it yeah. was about an hour and a half, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so with the old props, so that's like egg whisks, really. They didn't do a lot. Wow. It, was the, it was the long, probably when you came, I was probably just finalising the props then. And yeah. then, yeah. Uh, they turned up for America and I went straight to pick them up. Yeah. Um, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, uh, so people can either go to Lundy to dive or they can go, go on the island and, you know, walk around and uh, bird watch things and just, or just visit. Yeah. Yeah. So Lund- Lundy um, has a, a village, so-called village with a pub. Yeah. Uh, Morisco Tavern and everything served in the pub is local to Lundy so the meat's all from Lundy itself the vegetables are all from Lundy um, mm-hmm. yeah there's a village village with a shop and then there's accommodation you can also stay on the island 23 sets of accommodation on the island okay. from where back in the day where people used to live on Lundy yeah when it was a privately owned island yeah that's no, that's yeah, really good. So, um, in terms of obviously, you've, you've spoken about divers. So you've also mentioned that you uh, take out people from like universities doing surveys. So that's another yeah. part of your role. Yeah, yeah. So we do we do lots of um, university studies. Um, at a minute, we're doing a lobster pot survey within the no take zone at Lundy to see the stocks of lobsters inside and also the stocks of lobsters outside the no-take zone, then the spillover effect from inside to outside. Um, last year, we've done a kelp survey with Plymouth University, measuring kelp, weighing kelp. That was a really fascinating day, and they spoke really big words that I really didn't understand. <laughs> um, there's seven different types of kelp at Lundy. That's all oh, I right. um, And we also also done bass surveys within the island. Um Rock surveys, phone signal surveys, yeah. Really? Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of a lot of things happen. Stuff, yeah, sediment water sediment sampling. Yeah, any any kind of surveying really. What was the um survey that you done recently that you told us about? The lobster pot survey. The one no, the one with GoPros in a like with the Oh fish. the um the the bruv. I don't know what bruv means. Um, so it's a state is a metal frame, um, triangular metal frame with a bait pole that sticks off of it about four or five foot. Yeah. Uh, and in the bait box, we put mackerel in it, put three GoPros on with on the camera, dropped them at three different depths. So it was 12 meters, 15 and 22. That was on the on the west side of Lundy off Battery Point. 
Um, then after an hour, picked him up, changed to GoPros, went onto the East Coast, and then went again. Uh, then we had to find different sediment to put it on. So on the west side, it's all rocky, bouldery ground. On the east side, I had to find mud, sand, and kelp to put oh. on, to put these on. Um, and then again, left for an hour, pull them up. Go so you're getting to know the you you must know the island really well because you're getting to know all these different parts of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we I probably spend probably eighty days a year at Lundy. Wow, mm. near enough, I'd say. I don't know. All just turns into one massive. But for diving, Lundy is known as one of the top places in the UK for uh, diving because of the seals, you know, people love going there for the seals. But there's wrecks. Is, is there wrecks there as well? Lundy's a very unique place because you've got the Bristol Channel ties, meaning the Atlantic Ocean ties, and it creates a different climate of water. And also with on, with on the east side of the, the island, um, yeah. and the no-take zone, it's been in place for, a, I think, uh, 30 odd years now mm-hmm. so lobster pot in no trawling no dredging nothing so nothing can go inside the no take zone so this wow. means sea life can flourish so you've got pink sea fans jewel anemones sunset cut corals um nudie banks all this stuff on the east side that can fry but all, then it becomes um because of how the island sat the majority of the weather we get is from the west or southwest so the east side yeah. of the island is so sheltered that it means again it can grow you don't really get you don't get any swell coming from the east so mm-hmm. it's a yeah it's a very lucky place yeah you've got wrecks uh bank um pinnacles sorry um and then, yeah seals which yeah. is the majority of dives we do um our divers on the weekend and they said well we just want to come to london to do seals yeah. We don't want to do anything else because that's what we come here for. He's like, well, I'm going to Plymouth to do see, uh, a wreck dive of Portland. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. want seals. To what the leader of the group weren't very happy about, but he was like, they come the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how is the seal life at the moment? Quite brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. They're really, really playful at the minute. Um, yeah. They're loving life. There's a yeah. population of 300 um, Great Atlantic seals around the island. Mm-hmm. Again, mostly on the east side of the island and all the nice um, bays on the east side. They normally go around the west side if they're any east wind. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, they're really happy at the minute. Really yeah. playful. Oh, wow. A lot of mating going on. There's a lot of stuff happening on the surface that isn't pretty to the eye. <laughs> A lot of weird noises coming from the yeah, But you really need to give the brief, the divers a bit more of a brief to say none of that on the water. It's not safe. <laughs> That's fine. They're loving life. <laughs> now, yeah, the, the yeah, seal's good as gold. Yeah. Good as gold. They're so used to taller divers. They're more... Very friendly. They, oh, yeah, they're very friendly. I mean, if, I've been going to London now for the last probably 15, 16 years. And yeah, it's the friendliest I've known the seals. Now mm-hmm. every year keep coming forward. And we saw dolphins as well on our on our trip, you know, uh on the way out there and on the way back, yeah. which is amazing to see. I rang them up. I rang them up. I knew. That's <laughs> well that was kind of them to turn that's, up. That's very <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's we, great. We've been doing really well for um 
dolphins at the minute. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of feed in the water. Um, but that's what we're struggling to get them to play with the boat. Obviously, we never force the animals, to, never force dolphins to play with the boat. They normally just come straight in because they like mm-hmm. the pressure on their back. Yeah. It's near enough, apparently, as us being scratched on the back. That's what they like. The pre- yeah. Really? Uh, they actually rub on the, like the, the hull? <clears throat> Not on the hull. It's just the, the underwater pressure of the hull coming yeah. in. And that it's like them scratching their back. Yeah. yeah, and if they ever have a bad experience with any of the boats, then they won't go near it again. Mm. So, so yeah. So if you sit, if you imagine you're steaming along, you see dolphins, and no one, they're not coming to play because you probably had a bad experience, or they're feeding. Yeah, which yeah. we've had a lot of the minute. People go, oh, dolphins, dolphins, and you, you don't, you don't change course. You carry on steaming along, and yeah. They're not coming because you can see them going straight down under, and there's gannets everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, feeds in the water. Then, yeah, yeah, plenty, plenty of feed. You can see it all the time when we're steaming across on the sounder. Yeah. So, have you seen any other wildlife? Any whales? Uh, we had pilot whales. Oh. Oh, Jesus, I can't even remember how long ago this was. I don't even remember when you guys came. It's been that long. Um, <laughs> oh. Two months ago? Yeah, yeah, May. That was May when we were, we were there. May, End of May, yeah. yeah. Maybe the week at, week or two after you came, we had a pilot whale. Wow. Um, mm. Had a couple of sunfish. Um, yeah, and how big were the sunfish? Because we've got a friend in Ireland, and she did a picture, and it was like two and a half, three metres. Not that big. Not that big. No. Probably a metre, less than a metre. yeah. Still yeah, amazing but, to see. Yeah, Pete, I, I always remember as a kid, one of my dad's mates, he, he honestly thought it was a shark coming at him. <laughs> oh, it's a shark, it's a shark. <laughs> oh, it's a shark. That went. So what about the um, RNLI? Because you're involved in that as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm a um, coxswain and helm in Ilfracombe. Yeah. Um, how long have you been there? Nine years this year. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I've, but I, that's this crew. I was fundraising when I was 12. So oh, I've wow. been involved a long time. Yeah. My, me, me and my mate, um, Jack, used to do it all the time. Yeah. So any, any, social, any events we've done, yeah, we'd, we'd, do, we'd do help in the fundraising. Um, they're not, my dad's a coxswain. So I've been around that boat house since I was like three or four. Cool. I got banned at one stage for eating too much chocolate off the lifeboat. <laughs> and is it right? You're one of the youngest coxswains in the UK. Yeah, something like that. I'm the youngest in Ilfracombe. Um, that was before me. Was my dad? He came coxswain at 27. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm 25. Yeah. So yeah. That's pretty good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, a lot of lot of hard work to get there. Because um, I'm severely dyslexic, and I like to, to become a cox, and I have to go and do a long range radio course. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're up to like I think it's like 300 miles offshore, and it's like loads of numbers. And I struggled like anything on that, and that was like the turning point. It was either I go or I or I don't. Yeah. And some, yeah, some. Oh, you've done it. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that Probably. just shows you, 
you know, any anybody can do anything if they put the mind to it. Yeah, I always got told at school if I put as much effort into boats as I did my schoolwork, I would be A stars. <laughs> <laughs> but that never, that never, that never worked out. So here we are. Yeah. Well, the main thing is you enjoy your job and you enjoy life. That's yeah. that's all that matters. Yeah, never, never changed. Now it's too late. <laughs> I'm, I'm too far in. <laughs> you're only 25 it's just like yeah so on your boat um you obviously have crew we met sam when we came down yeah on the boat so is he your kind of regular crew yeah so i have sammy apart from this month i haven't mentioned it whatsoever if a lot at the minute um he's only working one weekend in this in august the shambles i haven't i haven't mentioned it to him whatsoever um, yeah, so I've, Sammy's been crewing with me now for seven years. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, took him took him as a young pup when he was 13, and now he's 20. I don't, yeah. know, where, I don't know where that time's gone. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's my regular crew. He's looking to get him up to the skipper this year. Um, then I also have Carl. Um, he's... Second coxswain on the lifeboat. All the skippers that work for me or dad are all coxswains. Yeah. So, and we have to have one week kind off every five weeks to be coxswain. So then when, when my weekend is off, Carl runs the boat yeah. okay. with Sammy. And then when, so then the weekend after, then Sammy will have, a weekend off and I'll I'll take Carl or take someone that's another crew. I think, I think yeah. we've got eight crew all, all in. Oh yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, you need you need quite a few because it some days we're like every every day like yeah. Friday we're loading divers at five in the morning. Mm. And yeah, and then yeah, this weekend I've got four different crew members. Oh wow. Yeah, so it's quite logistically it is, complicated then. So. Yeah, Dad deals with that department. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> Nothing to do with me. I would mess it up massively. You just turn up. <laughs> I just turn up. I it's just quite, turn yeah, up. It's quite a family business, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of works out. Dad does. Dad deals with all the bookings um, because he has a diary because I'm mostly at sea a lot. And yeah. my handwriting is terrible. His is no better, but apparently he, a lot more people can read it. Um, and, yeah, so he deals with the bookings. I deal with the moorings and some of the engineering. Then one of the other skippers deals with 100% of the engineering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're near enough a complete company together. And then we all just move different boats at different times for mm-hmm. each other. So one someone can have a lie-in or... Some of them go go and get the milk or the breakfast. <laughs> Good teamwork, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. So, something else we haven't mentioned because you actually do fishing. You do whelk fishing as well. Yeah. So in the winter months, so again, you can't do this job for three months of the year and expect to live off it. Um, so yeah. So all this. Two in a while, in a month's time, start back commercial fishing for the winter months um, up to February. Have February off, put the boat in the yard, do a few jobs, maybe come out of Devon for a week. Ooh. Ooh. 
pushing the boundaries, I know. Um, and then, yeah, go back fishing for another two months and start the process again, diving. Yeah. Do you take divers out over the winter? Only commercial normally. Um, okay. We get, because because I'm the only boat normally left in the harbour with a charter licence, we get loads of weird phone calls over the winter months. So like this December, we, we've done cargo runs for Lundy. Oh, wow. Loaded the boat up with 50 barrels of beer. No way. Yeah, but beer, wine, spirits. That's a party. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite surprising. And then you get random messages off the island. Oh, can you go and pick a fishing rod up for me? <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, you yeah, get loads of, yeah, loads of random jobs like that. We've done one winter. We went down to St. Ives in December and um, checked all the lifeboat moorings with Falmouth divers, um, mud surveys at Burnham-on-Sea. Oh, wow. Burnham-on-Sea in Essex? No, uh, Burnham-on-Sea in... Um, Somerset. Right, gosh. Cool. Yeah. Um, all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I nearly went to Brighton once to do some work. Yeah, you, yeah, you'd get quite a vast amount of weird phone calls in the winter months. Can mm. you? Will you? <laughs> That's good, eh? you got, you know, it's all money in it. And it's all, yeah, it's just all, all work. Diversifying, because obviously the the benches can lift up so you've got a nice clear deck space so it just means like you can you can near enough do anything yeah lots of different film work and stuff like that yeah yeah no it's, it's obviously being on the boat and then we have the benches and that literally all clears out the boat and you've got a huge space there for yeah. your fishing oh, it's horrible when you start when you put the benches back and it makes the boat so tiny <laughs> It's, it's, it's me and Sammy ate it because you heard it back with like, where's all the room gone? All the room gone. <laughs> walk around and do star jumps now. There's a bench in the way. Uh, yeah. So are you pretty much fully booked now for the rest of the season? Yeah, yeah. Finish, finish the last week in September. Um, so what normally happens is Dad's got a dive boat as well, so he'll take the first book in. For the, for the weeks going on, then I'll take the spillover. Yeah. Um, so if not, I'd be working off the harbour doing like tourist trips and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right. Um, so yeah, so get to the end of this month after, t- well, yeah, from tomorrow, where every day is the end of August. Wow. To, uh, to 5th September, I think. Um, and then, yeah, then start looking to wrap it up and go to, go ne- go to the next job. Yeah. Cool. yeah, so it's pretty full on, but lots of variety. Yeah, yeah, it make it makes everything a bit easier. Because um, as a kid, all I used to do was angling trips. That's all we done. Yeah, I absolutely hate fishing now. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. So, um, I can do it. I can do it. But it's not my. It's not. It's not my uh, most favourite thing to do. And like as a kid, I hated diving. Yeah. I found it boring as anything. I know. And now I'm like, well, diamond's not bad. Is he? It's like then you go, oh, it's easy. Why did I hate it so much? <laughs> <laughs> so, what, have you dived recently? Me. Um, last time I went diving was seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I couldn't think of anything worse. Now, yeah, because you, you do it most days. Yeah, well, I'm not going. Involved, 
you, you see the, the vast contrast of divers. So you see the good, the bad, and the ugly. And yeah. Yeah, and I bet yeah. you do see. Well, we're hoping that over the course of your visits with us, um, we'll hear some the odd story about, because I think that would be good to share with our listener. You know, exactly. of, uh, the odd, the odd story of the odd diver here and there. So yeah, no yeah. names. Ben, Ben's tales at the end. Ben's tales, <laughs> yeah. Ben's tales. I can, I can tell you a lot. That would yeah, be cool. yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we got a skipper's group chat, and yeah, there's some interested messages that get sent in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Bet. yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Like, oh, I'm thinking of some funny ones now. <laughs> Uh, well, obviously, our experience of being on the boat, it is quite a long steam out to Lundy and it can be a bit rocky, I suppose, and it's not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's 21 miles from Elfhume. Um A lot of people think it's 12, but that's the nearest bit of headland, which right. is Heartland. So it's 21 miles, can take anywhere between an hour to four hours. Blimey. All, wow. all depending on on what's going. So we do a lot of stayers over there because London actually has a compressor now. Oh, mm. right. Okay. Um, and there's accommodation on the island. There's a what used to be a manor house on the island, Milcombe House, that can sleep 14 people. Um, so a lot of people stay there. Yeah. Uh, but the accommodation works really weird on Monday. It works Tuesday to Saturday, Saturday to Tuesday. So it's not mm. the normal. But you can also camp. Yeah. Um, but camping for one day, sometimes people don't see the benefits of it. But then you, you take out that crossing over and back. Yeah. yeah. Also, there's a lovely pub on Monday, which I have not visited in four years, which I'm not happy about, but there we go. But <laughs> <laughs> absolutely banging pub. Um, phones are banned. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, phone's banned. You can get your phone out, it's a pound fine. Um, then on the walls, like all around the walls, is all the life rings of ships that hit the island. Really? Um, yeah, and then. Got history then. Different, yeah, different bits of artifacts, and and they've still got board games. Brilliant. Because yeah. there's no phone signal. Yeah. yeah. Ah, brilliant. Um, yeah, it's, it's a. It's a, it's a People fast- have to talk to each other. Yeah, yeah, and pe- yeah, and people aren't used to talking to each other anymore, are they? No, not at all. No. <laughs> yeah, and we we haven't. Yeah, we I haven't stayed in four years. And yeah, it's, it, London, I, I absolutely love London, and I've yeah. I've loved to stay. I've never stayed on the island. Wow. We, we always sleep on the boat, um, so I really want to stay there, and I really want to go over in the winter yeah. when it's like a fresh gale, and just see London and like be like, oh. Look at this log burner on, fresh as anything. Looking out the window, going, "Oh, all them waves, yeah." Yeah, it must be amazing to see the weather. I mean, you're in such an exposed part of the yeah. um, UK coastline as well. Yeah, North Coast, massive. Not like them South Coast fairies. Don't see no swell. That's a different <laughs> story altogether. Um, yeah, so yeah, we it's free after Lundy, three and a half thousand miles. You at America? Yeah. So Atlantic swells, um, which at the minute we've had none for the last month. Mm. I've never known it so calm. I've honestly never known it so glorious weather, 30 odd degrees every day. Um, yeah, it's been Mill Pondo. 
Um, and yeah, so a bit of swell about this week. So it might bring some new feed in, might bring a few, apparently there's been basking sharks at the island. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I love Lundy. And I want to, I want to stay. I obviously want to stay because, because my, like my, I don't see the view of Lundy, which a lot of people do, because we take people there, drop them off, come home, or when we're staying on the island, we have. To, I, I'd rather sleep on the boat. It's a lot of money to hang on a bit of string. Um, so yeah, so we always sleep on the boat. So you never get the Lundy experience. There's no light pollution. No. There's no noise pollution. Must be amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we sit on the boat at night and you just look up and you're like, you can see how people used to sail by stars because it's just crystal clear. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's it's one of them because it's on your doorstep. You never do it, and it's just yeah. I I, I love the place, and like I see it a lot. I see it a lot of different weather conditions. Yeah. Yes. Now, like where yesterday you got there, there was a bit of rain, so there's water coming off the island. Oh, I haven't seen that waterfall for a couple of years. And then you like you go in December and you're like, well, where's all the plants gone? <laughs> yeah, it must be amazing to see well something that's quite familiar to you, and then you're seeing it in yeah, all the it's, different seasons. Like I've never where the village is, there's probably another two, there's two miles up the island. Yeah. Never yeah. walked that two miles. Because I'm never there long enough to be able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> they have vehicles on the island, though, don't they? Yeah, they, they have they have a Coast Guard vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, rapid response vehicle, amazing. They have a they have Coast Guard crew, uh, no Coast Guard crew, fire engine. Yeah. Then tractors and Land Rovers and quad bikes. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So it's one way up to London, one way down. It's a horrible. It's not horrible at all, but it's a. A lot of people don't like it, yeah. So if you want to book a lift, you have to book it pre before you get to London. Um, and that's if you can get if the, the staff can get any get down to you to do it. So everyone who works on the island has a job times like three. Mm, the multitask. So, yes, yeah, so like if they're the chef, they might also be like um, a bird guide person. Um, yes, yeah, so everyone has different jobs as well. Lundy people. They're amazing. They are absolutely amazing. They tell me things I don't even know about Lundy. Then I had one on the boat the other day and I told her something she'd never heard of before. It's <laughs> and then, then it's, it's funny because me and my missus done quite a bit of research into Lundy this winter. And even without the marine conservation zone around the island, even without the sea, Lundy itself, oh my days. The history behind Lundy. I bet. I bet there's a lot of history. I mean, the last person who owned it, I don't know his name. I'm really bad with names. In 1929, he minted 50,000 coins because he wanted a Lundy currency. Uh, that's right. Yes. He was going to make his, make it a uh, principality, wasn't he, on its own? Yeah. And the, and the US took him to court about really? it. Yeah. Because it was a fake, because it was a, an illegal tender. Ah. Mm. Uh, 50,000 puffin and hair puffins. And I've That's got what a, it's called. Yeah, and I've got a hair puffin somewhere. My grandfather collected coins. And when he died last year, we went through them and we went to give a load to sell for, sell for money for charity. Then the maid boy went, You might want this one. Opened up. Yeah, hair puffin, 1929. Since then, they've minted coins 
They minted four more coins for Dundee. Wow. 1969, 1995, 2007. Oh, oh yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, a lot of history. Yeah. It's too much for me. People ask me things, I'm like, I can only tell you what I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, over the coming... <laughs> over your coming visits to the Big Scoop podcast, I'm sure we'll yeah start learning a bit more yeah. about Lindy and tempt people to kind of visit Devon and yeah jump on the boat. So if people want to look you up on social media or they want to think about booking a trip or a charter, where's the best place for people to make contact? So the website's um, lundydiving.co.uk um, and that'll show you pictures, all the happy crew, you know. <laughs> I've nearly, nearly got the crew pictures all sorted, um, the boats and then stuff we do. And then on uh, social medias, um, Lundy Diving and Hi Ho Charles. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Right. So, we, we post as much as we can and not the same thing. Yep. Good, good. And this will be hopefully, you know, a place where you can tell people um, about what's been going on and, you know, we can, uh, it'd be good to hear what's been happening since the last time we spoke to you i'm gonna have to start writing a diary <laughs> Brilliant. Keep a journal. I, don't, I don't remember what i've done this morning <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I th- i'm sure all our listeners you know uk based and around the world where i think we're in 140 countries yeah. so yeah it's just yeah giving them a little snippet of something that is yeah very unique to the uk yeah Oh, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's very unique. It's one of a kind. You'll yeah. never get another Lundy. No, never. Not, no. Well, no. and this is why people should look up and uh, go visit. Come to Lundy. You'll see things you've never seen before. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And, you know, us two, we did it in the end of May and definitely, yeah. That was a great wow trip. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, no, brilliant, Ben. Yeah, well done. Welcome back. Um, so hope you really enjoy that. Do you enjoy that, Jeff? Yeah, definitely. He always yeah. makes a smile. He certainly <laughs> do. And he's on he is on social media like you don't believe. Yes. Um, always on it. So um, check out the show notes and yeah. uh, the link to Lindy Diving and Hi-Ho Charters will be there. Um, he's pretty good on Instagram. Yeah. And um, if you haven't dived at Lundy yet, uh, why not? So get yourself booked. Um, so run it with the, the, the diving time for going there is coming to a close because mm. it's the maiden season um, there for the seals. seals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's soon. So um, you best to make contact if you want to get going, get there this year. But if not, now's the time to make contact and yeah. let, you, let yourself be known um, for the next year's definitely dancing. yeah and it's a beautiful usually starts I think about April well we went May didn't we yeah, so yeah that was, that was quite early so I think it, it sort of does change a bit but I think it's usually sort of April time I yeah. think late April yeah. when that can start yeah but um, I don't know whether they still do not necessarily diving trips but I think they still go to the island with yeah, well, walkers still, and if, yeah so if, if you want to go have a trip trip out and have a wander around have a word with them and they'll yeah. run you out over and so you can walk around there, there is researchers and scientists yeah, on, yeah. on the island yeah there? and the, there's well there is a little community on Lundy yeah. so you can stay there you can camp there and there's a pub I believe it's man the island is actually managed by the landmark trust yes yeah, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, yeah. it's open the whole the whole time. So yeah. uh, if you want to go and have a wander and see what's what it's all about, or if you're holidaying in the area, look it up. Yeah, look it up. Make contact with Ben and uh, see when he's next running. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but no, it was a pleasure having him on, and we look forward to his next. Yeah, visit. look forward to it. It's gonna it's gonna make a make an interesting uh, insight into you know the other side of uh, of. Yeah, diving well, on a dive boat. Yeah, it's a different perspective. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be good. Okay, so that's really good. And thanks to Ben for his time and being part of it. Um, okay, coming up on next week's episode. Yeah, we've got um, another young chap called Sean Clements. Yeah, Sean is the founder and CEO of a company called SDC Watchers. Mm. Um now, why have we got somebody on from watches? Well, he's it's not these are not just any any old watches. This is a, a company that he formed a couple of years ago in uh, quite early in the lockdowns. Uh, Sean loves he's, he's mad on his watches. Yes, he's a yeah watch fanatic. He's a diver. He loves his diving, and he's mad on the marine environment and conservation and protecting the environment. So he thought well. Let's bundle these things up together. I've got a business idea. Um, I like watches. Why don't I bring out a kind of watch that is good to the environment? So he's got his company, which basically he gets in old um, and not needed wetsuits. Yes, yeah. And he converts them into straps. Yeah, so there's a, the main watch and then the straps are all made out of upcycled, recycled Wetsuits. Yeah, they're really cool. Really smart looking watches. There's uh, a, a choice of four. Um, a black one, a white one, a grey one. And a navy one. And a navy, navy one. one. Yeah, blue yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, which I believe are named after sharks. They've got a, yeah, ocean related name. So and is... um, yeah, he's, uh, the, the straps all come from uh, recycled wetsuits, which yeah. is really cool. And you can actually take the watches if you wanted to. Um, down to 300 metres if, <laughs> yeah. if you really want to test the, the depth out exactly they're rated to 300 yeah, metres yeah it might be worth saying they're not dive computers they're no. dive watches with proper movement in and you know a face with the time on so literally use them yeah. for time and, yeah. and that and you know we talk about the whole thing you know, you know what's the difference between a dive computer and a dive watch there's mm. a complete difference you know uh, that we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about that, and um, and why you should consider buying a dive watch. Yeah, and yeah, you know, just on looking at them on their website, they look. But they look smart, cool, don't they? They, do. they look really smart. Yeah, um, they've got a Seiko innards. Yeah, so they're well made, and then also if you do purchase one, some of the sale proceeds goes to uh, the Marine Society of Conservation. Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, good causes. So. Yeah, it's win-win, isn't it? It is, really cool. yeah. For, you know, and it's nice. You know, there, there's, uh, you know, some really good diving computers out there, which uh, you know, Sunto do some that look like watches as well. But these are different. Mm. You know, these are different, and they look really cool. Yeah. Um, and if you want a bit of individuality about it, yeah, make a statement. Yeah. Um, and they're affordable as well. They're not 
crazy money. Um, and some... rated at 300 metres, if you drop it in the bath or the sink, you know it's going to be all right. Yeah. And also, they're robust. So even if you're not a diver, but you're a surfer or someone's free, or, free, yeah, diver, free diver, yeah, or sailor, open water, open water swim. hiker, they're really robust and smart looking. So, they are. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, which, and, you know, I've got, I've got an old Casio here. But they're smarter than that. Yeah. And they yeah. look, you know, these look really pucker. Plus, you know, as Gemma said, um, you know, uh, he, some of the purchase price goes to charity. Mm. And also, you know, we, he's finding a home for old wetsuits. You know, yeah. New pretty yeah. wetsuits. Yeah. So it's a good, uh, what do you call it, a circular kind of business. We like companies like that. Yeah. yeah. And we, don't re- we wouldn't recommend companies who we personally don't like mm. you know so uh yeah it'd be good Look yeah forward to talking to Sean. yeah so he's and our next guest on in the coming week yeah so look out for that uh hope you enjoyed this episode um I'll, I'll say it again <laughs> come on one of yes let's have a review you know we get hundreds of um hundreds of downloads come on let's have a review we Big might five we, star review we might even send you like a little free baseball cap or something come on just, you can yeah, do it it helps other taster. people spreads the love it helps us yeah. it really does help us but so. more importantly it helps helps other people get found find us on iTunes uh, which is really good so uh, and it helps spread the, the dive and love that's what it's all about it is it? yep so send tell your diving friends yes. <laughs> have a listen to the big scoop of podcast i think we should end it there yeah i think so so thank you for downloading thanks for listening and again keep in contact with us on our social media channels and email as well see you soon see you on the next one bye now that does wrap up today's episode of the big scoop of podcast but if you want to hear more from the podcast make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button depending on what platform you are listening on. That way, you will never miss an episode from us. But if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and did enjoy what you heard today, we would really appreciate it if you head to the show page to leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help us. If you do, please take a screenshot of that review and send it to us on Instagram and we'll give you a shout out to say a big thank you. If you have any questions for us or anything that has been mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email. The links are in the show notes. We will get back to you no matter what. If you have made it to this point in the episode, we both want to say a big, big thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.